0: All right, welcome everyone to yet another episode of the Delta Flyers. This week we have the beloved, incomparable, and charismatic Jonathan Ooh. Frakes joining wow. us. Oh, those are nice. Really? You are, are very nice. charismatic. Do you accept those? Do you accept those adjectives, sir?
1: Gratefully.
0: Okay. Oh. Humble. Humbly. In- incomparable. That's a incomparable big one. Incomparable. Let's and see Charismatic.
1: Three. What three have you got for Robbie?
0: Yeah, what are mine?
1: Oh, Robbie. Gassy. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Talks yes. too much. Needs that's to urinate. Not an adjective. Uh yeah, that's not an adjective either. Oh my yeah. goodness. Uh, okay. So right off the bat, we know we were just talking about your background, your you know, where you were raised. Pennsylvania. You're a Pennsylvania guy. Born, Born in red. red yep. Yeah. Born in one town. Do I pronounce this correct? Belfont? Is that beautiful? Oh. I got it right. I'm so happy. Right. I, I, I'm sure people say Bellefonte, like like uh, Harry Bellefonte. Where's Belfont?
1: Belf- Belf- Belfont is the uh county seat of center county pennsylvania center county pennsylvania is a home of state college which is where penn state is
0: i love yeah. state college What a when great I, town.
1: yeah when i was born my dad was teaching at penn state okay. and at that point it is 1952 there was no hospital to deliver babies in uh state college but what that's there was, crazy there was in uh in belfond so oh wow my, and also, there was no uh, liquor sale or liquor store in State College. So I was born, Jonathan Scott Frakes, in the hospital, in the Center County Hospital in Belfast, Pennsylvania. And an inordinate amount of people from the English department, of which my father was a member,
0: yeah.
1: came to visit my mom in the hospital because <laughs> it was right buy- next to, to the liquor store. Right. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, he just had a baby. You got to toast that moment. You got to toast that celebrate. moment. Celebrate. Yes.
1: And one of them, I wish I had knew, it might have been Leonard Rubenstein, one of the uh, friends of the family, gave my mom a note and said, what hath God wrought? Jonathan Scott.
2: <laughs> wow. You've got, a, this, what you a got cool like note. this elegant sort of uh, sonnet for your birth. That's beautiful. Yeah, there
1: there's a little the deep dive into Belfont, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Belfont.
2: Are there any stories when you were born? Are there any stories your parents told you? So the the, the one about the the friends coming and toasting, anything
1: like I'm not my, sure they drank in the hospital, but it did come to <laughs> they didn't come to see her or me. They came because the liquor store happened to be in yeah. Belfont.
2: Like my, my parents always told me the story when I was born. I was born in Raleigh, North Carolina at Rex Hospital. And my father said he came and I was born at 5, 5.30 in the evening. And he said, you know, everything was done. I I went back to get the car to go home because your mom was staying over for a night. And I found a $100 bill on the sidewalk. And he said, I thought, you know, Robbie was just born. I find a $100 bill. This is a good sign. So they yeah. would wow. always tell that story about something. Was there any... Any story that your parents told about when you were born or when you were a baby, anything like that you can remember? No, I just Nothing. gave you
1: I gave you the one moment I
2: had. The, the, t- the toast and the liquor store. I
0: will story. say this, though, Robbie, because they found the $100 bill, your name should have been Benjamin for Benjamin Franklin. That's yes. that's the name they should have given you, yes, for sure. Um,
1: Jonathan. I, when I just, our son was born, our son yeah. is named Jameson Patrick Ivor Frakes. But when our son was born, Jeannie and I, had decided we'd name him Benjamin Frakes. Oh. And in a panic at Cedars, she wisely said, whoa, whoa, we can't, he can't be Ben Benji. He can't be Ben Franks, which everybody called me by oh, name. Oh,
2: yeah. Right? So yeah. We,
1: we pulled Benjamin. Hmm. I had to go to the uh, administrative department at Cedars, took Benjamin off the birth certificate and put Jameson on. Wow. There's a wow. something you probably That's didn't know. That's a
2: I did not know that. See there? No. That's why you
1: come to the... To the That's Delta like, Flyers. Uh, to the Delta Flyers. That's the kind of shit you get here. That's right. It's good shit. This uh, is good I, shit.
0: I must say, I did have an enjoyable time interacting with your son on the cruise that we were on recently. Because He's a good the last, boy. Yeah, well, you know, and his, his lovely wife, or was that his fiance. Yeah, Izzy. fiance. Oh. He's a riot. I, I, yeah. I, I, it was so fun talking to them, hanging out. And also, the prior time that I had saw, seen your son was when... Jeannie was shooting the TV movie, and he was an infant. Um, oh On my that God. set that I came to visit, Genie, do you remember this? It yes, was, we, we, were we were filming in, in California. The,
1: it was like right? up in La Cunada somewhere. Yes, on yeah, yes.
0: I drove there to visit you guys. Oh. I don't know if you were on set at the t- at the time, but I do remember going there and watching for a little bit. And it was strange that I was. And I don't Jameson was an infant. He was, he was like a kid. Well, well, two, yeah, he, he was just three years old. No, he was no, a baby because no, she was, he was still nursing. That's wow. what I'm saying. He was like, inf- yeah. and he was on set with her because she was still nursing him, correct? Yeah. yeah. So then flash forward, the next time I see him, he has a fiance. So yeah. I'm, I'm thinking- So oh we're old. God. Isn't that
2: amazing? This this, this moment reminds me again yeah. of this sci-fi franchise that we're all a part of. Yes. Is like no other job I've had in my life because I get to watch so people's different. families yep. grow. I get to see the. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. incredible. I love yeah. that. I agree. Very cool. I agree. So when you got you were born in Belfont, but at was, the time you go. guys were living in Bethlehem or where, where no was no, no, this? no. no,
1: My dad was teaching at Penn State. Right. And then um then he got a job at RPI, which is in Troy, New York, where, where I went when we were um God, I guess maybe kindergarten, maybe up to kindergarten. Then we moved, he went to Lehigh, which was in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Got it. Where I, I lived until I was uh seventeen. So and then i I, and we're at 17 i went to penn state
2: state college back to
0: state State college College.
1: because i wanted to take i wanted to take a year off. i really wanted a gap year i really believed in it my father who was an academic yeah an academic thought it was a great idea because he had seen so many burnouts come into his freshman english courses and so he was all about it and then my mom Doris Frakes, who you know from the phone. I loved, I loved Doris. She I was. thought about that this morning when I knew it was going to be with you. That she, she loved that. I, I included Robbie in one of my calls to my mom, who I used to call. We were in, in the saying, car, and, oh! she, and
2: you were on the phone. You put her on yeah. speakerphone. I'm so jealous. Every time yeah. after that, I would ask about, about her, about Doris,
1: if, and, and she about him because uh, it was she oh, felt like I, she felt like she had met him.
0: I am so jealous. Oh my god! Yeah. So my
1: mom freaks out at the last minute and says, "Jonathan has got to go. You got to, Jim. You got to do something." To get him, you know, because I hadn't applied to college, I, you know, it was yeah. not gonna. I was so happy. You were,
2: yeah, you were gonna take a gap year.
1: So she, he pulled some kind of string that I could, in fact, go to Penn State because I, I had to write SATs. I was never gonna get into Princeton or any of the other, but I could go to Penn State, and I could go to the main campus, which was the big deal about Penn State. You didn't want to end up in Yobobitsville, but you had to start in the summer. So I started college a week after I got out of high school. Oh my god!
2: So that's I was, the opposite I was, of a great of a
1: exactly my point what exactly the what the heck
2: so Can the following
1: I the following summer i took off and i hitchhiked across the country with david vote and that was a uh it was just oh. at the end of when it was cool 1970
0: 71 oh my god it
1: was god.
2: still cool that was still cool
1: yeah but it was dangerous we got arrested in tomah wisconsin for oh, wow. for trespassing for you oh. know, hitchhiking on the freeway uh, that route 90 I yeah. think that is oh yeah, my yeah. god and, and the cops took us in and put oh. us in in this you know in the slammer and gave us dinner this was david vote and i how was it the was, dinner
0: they, what did you it what was fine you yeah
1: i don't you know like it was a you know canned ham it was it was nice okay and then in the morning they woke us up and they gave us breakfast and then they drove us back to the same place they had picked us up for hitchhiking what the? and what? They, they said let you a- go so they must have felt like oh these could be my boys you know what i mean
2: yeah when you turn out <laughs> to be nice guys they're like uh maybe we shouldn't have picked them up
1: well but
2: oh, you've been in jail have you been in jail any other time
1: no i guess it's good as <laughs> have you been in jail
2: no
0: i
1: feel I've like been that's, jail.
0: you've been <laughs> in jail
1: yeah
0: i am makes, so jealous what a right. great question <laughs> Have you been been... in jail any other time? You're the first (laughs) guest of
2: ours that I we we have discovered has spent a night in
0: jail.
1: Have you asked asked them all? No, but now it's going to be a regular question. That should
0: be our first question to every guest. Have you been in jail? And there you go. Um, Jonathan, can I ask you very quickly before you get into this? uh, (laughs) Your mother's maiden name Yingling, uh, yes, I've. There's a beer by of the same name, and I've always different
1: wondered different spelling, different spelling. Uh, okay, only it had been the beer family. Oh. I'd be rich. Oh, yes. you would be the, the the crown prince, but but Why, what, you you wouldn't hurt? have
0: had to hitchhike. You <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> you would have had a limo follow you while walking. No, the,
1: yeah, the hitchhiking was really yeah um, a choice. Uh, you remember the seventies, or yeah. maybe yeah. you don't.
0: I remember he, speaking of hitchhiking.
2: I remember I was probably. When was, when was Woodstock? What year was it?
1: 1967, Uh, 68,
2: 68, I think.
1: So I was four
2: years old. I have a vague blurry memory. My whole life I've had this memory. I visited my great grandmother in, in Chadburn, North Carolina, little farm town. She had five, six kids. She had a lot of kids. And I remember I was out playing in her front yard of her little farmhouse. And this, Volkswagen pulls in with a bunch of hippies I would call them in my memory hmm. my second cousin or whatever her her youngest son had gone to Woodstock and he was getting dropped off on the way yes. back Yes, oh. and I remember this and I knew in that moment I'm four or five years old you knew how cool it was I knew it was cool I knew <laughs> that was cool. like they were just they were all yeah. hippies coming back from Woodstock yeah it I was, was in high
1: school I was in high school my mom wouldn't let me go yeah. yeah, she stopped you. Uh, but I did get to go see the Beatles. Oh, really? You.
0: Wow! On a, on a
1: bus from Bethlehem to Philly to Veterans Stadium, and that was spectacular. Except that was you, could, spectacular. That you couldn't hear anything because they were all that was, it the, was uh, screaming. Everybody screamed. Couldn't hear. Oh them my never. god! But I saw them, and it was great. You saw
2: them at, at the old Vet Stadium. Yeah, I oh sang god. the national anthem at the old Vet Stadium. So I have performed like like the Beatles, like the Beatles. I have Thanks. sung at that, the Old Vet Stadium.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm still trying to finish my thought. Uh, y- what yes. is the cultural finish. background of the name
1: Yingling? Yingling. My Yingling. mother is Pennsylvania Dutch.
0: Yeah, it's and a Dutch sure. name.
1: I think it strangely is. I mean, it's a good yeah. uh, You were hoping that we had an Asian connection? Is that you were yes,
0: going? that's what I was thinking. I saw that and I thought, he's part Asian. This is amazing. He's my cousin. We're but cousins. No, I, I was so, so excited. And then I realized, wait a minute. No, there must be some... Some European country. That sounds that like it could name. be a Dutch-sounding.
2: Dutch? That sounds Pennsylvania Dutch.
1: Yeah, and it it is. It is. Oh. oh my god! England. Doris. Okay, all right. Doris. So, I love Doris. Oh, me too. Let's Make talk about your.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about your formative years. Yeah, when you were young. When did you did you do school plays right off the bat? Did you play your instrument right off the bat? How did when did that happen? How did that begin?
1: The trombone started. I went to. Um, what was it called jefferson elementary school bethlehem pennsylvania and i don't know if you guys went to public school there was a situation where the, the class this is i think in fourth grade they're given like two clarinets and two trumpets and two yep. saxes, you know yep. right yeah so the instruments are laid out and then you stand up and mrs Hirschberg, who i adored who was my fourth grade teacher, said breaks you have long arms you get the trombone <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was that's
0: it. How it I, that's, that's how it started. That's how the random. trombone
1: started, but I stayed with it and I got good at it. And then yeah. I was in a marching band in junior high school. And then you may not know this, Robbie. Yes. I was in the Liberty High School Hurricane Grenadier Marching Band featuring Jeannie pesek Mike Heller, Pipe Major. And we won the Festival of States in Florida as the best marching band in the United States of America, 1970.
2: Name
0: dropper name
2: dropper. I did not know that.
1: The Hurricane Grenadier Marching Band. So we had Bearskin Hats and Marching Oh, band. my.
2: I love a marching band. You played
1: Rule Batania. Oh, I, I I played. do.
2: I honestly do. I love a marching band.
1: Of course. I, yes. I spent years in a marching band. And then I played on the show because of yeah. Morris Hurley, who you probably didn't have. He was a director. EP our, no, he was the no, EP. EP. writer. From What's that
2: show you did? That that sci-fi show?
1: No, no, it wasn't from that show. This was, he was a a writer from uh, the show that took place in Miami with the two. Yeah, with those guys. The guys guys
2: that were vice cops in Miami. Right, right.
1: Your teacher
0: said, you have long arms, play the trombone. But when you saw those instruments, did your eye gravitate towards another instrument that was there? No,
1: not the clarinet, Garrett.
0: I wasn't (laughs) going there. I wasn't good. But now that you brought that up, I often use you as an example. I when I talk about the I talk about the instruments, I say, they made me play the clarinet, which I have no clue how to play the clarinet. Why on earth didn't they go to somebody who already knew how to play an instrument similar to the show that Frakes was the, on, he yes. already played the trombone, and so they had him play it on the show. He knows well, how to play it. They should have got m- Tim Russ play the logical lute, is what they should have had. But you
1: know, here is
2: my takeaway from Jonathan's story. Yes, in when I was in fourth grade, we lived in Norristown, Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, outside of Philly.
2: Outside of Philly, mm. and they laid out the instruments, and one of them was a little drum pad.
1: And that was you. That was me.
2: <laughs> I came home. Slam I came home to dadder Norristown.
1: Dadder diddle yeah. diddle yes. diddle slam paradiddle diddle diddle slam paradiddle diddle diddle, 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 diddle diddle.
2: I would bang on that little it was a do you know the drum pad I'm talking about? Of course I
1: do. I it's can like see it.
2: 10, 12 inches. It didn't make much sound at all. But I always considered myself a drummer from that fourth grade year of the drum pad. Wow. Even though I never you have,
1: you, yeah, you have a drummer vibe.
2: I right? Yeah, I've sort he of taken on the drummer vibe. It's
1: kind of sexy. I don't really care, but I'm really good. It's kind of, you got that's your that's your vibe. I could
2: pull that off. Oh, well, definitely. I, I will say I have I I have owned that I was a drummer, even though I spent fourth grade on a little pad and never went beyond that. I've I've owned I've internalized the drummer uh experience for myself in a, Pennsylvania, so, is my point
1: with yes. you. Yes. And, well, we had, yeah, they must have the same laws. Give, yeah. We're going to give these kids 12 instruments. You break yep. them up the way you want. <laughs> exactly. Have Can I just, told you Go ahead. What else?
0: I'm just going to say, if you two were not heterosexual, you would make a lovely couple, the both of you. No. I'm just going to say we I think we would. You're very, yeah. Because you're both, you're the dragon. So that's very compatible. And yeah. I, me being monkey, I'm also compatible with you. But you two understand each other very well. You're the we same have person, a,
1: basically. Well, we do love each other. I yes. know. Uh, we agree. Yeah, we yeah. agree. I have one more a chapter of the trombone story. Oh, please. yes! Oh, I can't wait. When I lived in, on um, Lookout Mountain, I lived in what was I was told was Jimi Hendrix's old house. Oh, wow! Uh, well, for urban, everyone... urban urban myth or true? Yeah.
2: Uh, for everyone listening, internalize it just like my drum pad. For yeah. Own it. It's you lived in Jimi Hendrix's yeah. house. I love for it. For
0: everyone listening, Lookout Mountain is in Hollywood Hills in Los Angeles, famous yeah.
1: area. Mm-hmm. And. um I lived next door to Paul Fox, who became a good friend. Actually, in these days, back in the 80s, we would go, we would meet at the end of our day and pass a joint over the fence to each other. It was great. I love That's that. What, he was the producer of REM, Bjork, yeah. Jacob Dylan, and Fish.
0: Oh, and Fish oh, too. Wow.
1: So the Fish guys used to rehearse in this room that was in the front of my house that I let his guys come and rehearse it. And the fish oh fit, were massive trekkers really this was no yeah um trey uh, john fishman who has a house very close to mine in maine now anyway these guys were massive massive trekkers so they used to rehearse there in my little extra room and on lookout mountain as you guys know here yeah our mailbox was a um was a it was a cow that had been hit by about four hundred cars. So it was a dented you know how those some mailboxes have the large mouth bass? Yeah. yeah. This is the the cow version of that with black and white spots. Yes. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> these guys got Paul and I they introduced themselves to me and I was kind of excited because Fish was just they were just
0: oh my god taking over
1: for Grateful Dead. Yeah. They said do you want to play on our album? I said What? Well, I said Sure. They said, "Okay, Saturday we're going to be in the studio, out in the valley somewhere. Come out at ten o'clock." So I go out. I'm really excited that I got to play an out. Oh
2: my! God. God. Of course, yeah. Right.
1: So they put me in the sound booth with the music stand and the charts, and I got my horn out. And first of all, it was like in three sharps or four sharps, so it was already mm-hmm. I could tell. And it was all the notes were way up, up over the scale. So. It was that oh, kind of music.
2: Very challenging, yeah.
1: So my, my embouchure wasn't up to it. My technique wasn't up to it. And it broke my heart. But they, you know, they. so we started. I went. And it was clearly wrong. I said, let's, you know, then they said, well, let's try it one more time. And this went on for, you know, maybe 20 minutes. Of, and then the, it couldn't be more clear that they needed a real trombone player. Oh, so this, oh this short, man. It's fine. It's got a good, happy ending. Okay. okay. So we had lunch. They sent me home. I said, I'm so sorry. I disappointed you. They said, "No, it's been great hanging out with you, this and that. And then ultimately, they hired uh, the trombone player from Tower of Power who crushed oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. So then, Paul Fox, may he rest in peace, gave me, I guess, months or years or a year later, maybe a gold record of the Hoist album, which was the name of this record. And on side one, cut three or cut four, is this little 29 second cut called rikers mailbox which was all those bad outtakes so i'm on
2: you're on the a album fish
1: album that was a gold record it's called hoist
2: oh my god i had I'm no idea
1: go, i'm gonna go get that album
0: oh my goodness and what is and it called the-
1: again the track the track no. is called Riker's Mailbox. Riker's, Riker's
2: mailbox. mailbox. the cow mailbox. Oh my God. You know what amazing. year was this? Would you say?
0: Can you
1: Yeah, eighty nine? Yeah. Maybe. I don't feel like that's so while
0: they that. were rehearsing there. Um, I was at UCLA and they performed at UCLA, Fish did many times. Oh, wow. So oh, I I I'm thinking that. that they were rehearsing in your house to perform at UCLA right before they came. Oh my wow. goodness.
1: Wow. What's the guy's name from Smallville who also does this? Michael um, Rosenbaum.
0: Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum.
1: Yes. Yeah. He does this and he insisted that I come to his house. I said, dude, why don't we just do it to Zoom way? He said, yeah. Hey, breaks come to my house. His house is yep. directly across the street from the Jimi Hendrix house that I lived Uh-oh. in.
0: No. And,
1: and, and he didn't know it. Oh, um, my God, wow. Was so the I mailbox? This,
2: was the mailbox? The there mailbox
1: was gone and the house God. had been rebuilt beautifully. But, but it was uh, really emotional and weird and I, I thought I thought he had set me up he had no idea oh wow.
0: my god!
1: you guys are easy to share with yeah really? yeah We're, we are mm. I like love kind of these stories jazz. I just
2: love I love digging into people's stories and, yeah. and the details matter yeah. like the yeah. mailbox
0: yeah. all that detail we, is really okay. great we have trombone now what about acting did you do school plays at all what how, how did that come into play
1: around junior high school I started to do plays famous play like which witch is which um love that oh that's, nice. this was that's just, a tough one
0: uh, you just this just you saying hey I'm gonna start or did someone get you and into then, this
1: I, I think I was persuaded my father never discouraged me my mother never discouraged me mm-hmm. I did I was one of those kids who wanted to be in everything so I was in the band and I was in the chorus and I was on the debating club and I was in the theater club and I was on the track team and I was on the cross-country team I wanted to do everything I yeah. couldn't play football. I was I was on the basketball team, and I was so bad. I was, wow. too. I was horrible. I, they thought because I was tall, I'd be good. Yeah. I was so fucking bad at basketball. Yeah. Uh, can I ask, yeah. what event in track and field, Jonathan? I actually did the 100 to two 220, the triple jump, and the long jump.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> triple jump.
1: Yeah. Wow. And what, what was, was your this, favorite the, event? What was your favorite triple, event? Triple, triple jump? jump? Yeah. Absolutely. I bet you were great in that because of your height. 39 wow. feet. Nice. Wow. Huh. Wow. Uh, there's something you don't talk about often. No.
2: <laughs> you so you were a, you were an overachiever. I mean, yeah. I feel like you still are. I think you still you you don't want to miss out on anything.
1: That's what it, it wasn't overachieving, it was I didn't I didn't want to sleep because I thought I was gonna miss the party. It was yeah. FOMO. I, I yeah. exact I had FOMO from an early, <laughs> early age. Wow. And my mom, God bless her, back to Doris. Yes, you yes. would take me from a track meet. I also played in the municipal band and sit in addition to the high school band. So she'd, she'd pick me up at the track meet and I'd take off my sweaty track suit from Liberty High School and put on my brown sport coat for the municipal band concert at the band shell on the other side of Bethlehem. Wow. Oh
0: my God, school band and municipal band and athletics, everything. Well, it, and oh.
1: still not good enough to play with fish. <laughs>
2: But you, but you're on the gold record. That's I incredible. <laughs>
1: that's, so yeah,
2: your mom, amazing. so Doris drove you around. If you were Everywhere. didn't want to miss out, she drove you a lot. That
1: she drove I, me a lot, and my father did not drive. So she awesome. drove him. She oh was, no, he was wow. an English professor without a driver's license. Wow. Uh, and
0: your mom was superwoman, and she essence, was a super, to do yeah. all of those things for you and your father. That's you said dad, posted, and my brother and your brother, and you yeah. also said. That you could not play football. Why is that? Because that's a big. Because I was in iron. the band.
1: Oh, yeah, you're in the you're, band.
0: No, oh, you can't. Ah. If you were not in the band, what position yeah. would you have liked to have played
1: in football? Good question. Very good question. Quarterback, Fullback, probably. No, not Fullback? quarterback.
0: Not, not quarterback. Okay. No, I thought maybe tight
1: end. Tight end. Yeah. yeah. Now Now I play tight end. Yeah, it's best. funny.
2: It's funny. I um, I I never played football. I played like. But you're uh, a big a
1: youth... football fan, aren't you? We, we're both huge football it. fans. I yeah. love watching it. I love watching the dogs.
2: The dogs. I'm a yeah. big Georgia Bulldogs fan, and we've had a couple good years. So yeah. it's been a nice run. For 41 years before that, it was not a good run. <laughs> but yeah. we've we've had a good couple years. Um, yeah, I I uh I I couldn't play football. Uh, it hurt. You weren't allowed
1: to, or you were not. Good? Did you try? Well, I was already Robbie? doing.
2: I was already doing theater by the time I got into like high school, and every you know all the guys were playing football. All my friends and I wanted to, but I was doing plays, and I so just, you
0: never tried out, Robbie. You never seventh grade football. Eighth no, grade, I would none go play
2: like pick up football with them, and we tackle in the park. Like we play tackle football, and it hurt. Wow. And I remember thinking, A, I'm doing plays. I don't have. I'd rather do plays than right yeah. than football, and B, it hurts a lot.
1: And And I'm just going to watch. Did your focus on the theater in high school help you get into Juilliard?
2: Mm, I don't know. I didn't go to Juilliard for a couple of years. I didn't go to school. I I went to work out of high school and I didn't go to school for two and a half years or something. Oh, I didn't know that. And then you went to Juilliard. Then I went back to school two years later because I was doing like dinner theater musicals and, you know, summer stock musicals in the chorus. And I wanted the big roles. And I thought, well the way to get the big roles is have some piece of paper or some, something fancy that'll that'll help me get the yeah. you know the acting roles. Did
1: you ever sing on camera? Have I ever sang on camera? Oh, my camera? God. That's a great question. I don't question. think so. What? Before?
2: I don't think I ever have. That's do crazy.
1: You, do you sing at the conventions?
2: I have sung at the conventions, yes, yeah. yeah. Have you? Have you Yo, sung at the...
1: You know yeah. me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, I, I open with... On and I give them the mic. Boho. Yes, you do. You've seen my my shtick. Yeah, it's Uh, so tired. It is so tired.
2: (laughs) Bob Picardo (laughs) forced me the last time I did a convention. He somehow tricked me into doing karaoke with him, doing some duets with him. I didn't know where we were going, and he's like, "Oh, come with me! I just got to go do this thing." And suddenly, I'm out there with him, you know, in front of all the people doing a couple of songs, pickup songs in the karaoke. But it was fun. It was really fun. It was. was up, I liquored up? Mm, I don't think so. Maybe, maybe yes. I think I was actually. I think we we had a nice Italian meal. That um, <laughs> was gonna go back to your mom driving I, you around though. Oh, I, oh yeah, my big part mom. Of my youth. Yeah, my mom drove me a lot in the Rambler. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah,
2: I was in the Toyota Celica.
1: Oh, and then it was a, then it was a Plymouth Belvedere, which was the first car that I got, which was a four door. Yeah, that I got to take oh. to college in my senior year. But those the, are great the Rambles, memories. The Rambler had push button. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, the oh, Rambler was insane. great. You were in a, your mom was in a Toyota Celica, Robbie? Is that what you said?
2: Yeah, it was a Celica hatchback, so it was like a station wagon uh or no. Uh No, it was a Datsun. Oh. Datsun, sorry. I thought it was okay. a Celica. It was oh, a Datsun.
1: I before Datsun they, for those people who are watching. Is yes,
2: what <laughs> was the name before Nissan.
1: Before there was Nissan, it was yeah. Datsun. <laughs> I forgot. It was about called that,
2: Datsun. Some people don't know she that she had a she had a Datsun, Datsun station wagon. I okay. forget what it was called. Yeah. I th- I don't know my first I car
0: was a toyota celica supra actually the sports oh, sporty, the sport, sporty yeah
2: i just have great memories jonathan of my mother driving me to all because i was kind of like you i was involved yeah. in school clubs and then i go to rehearsals and mm-hmm. this and that and i was so young i didn't i couldn't drive myself
1: yeah, me too i i've great uh,
0: memories of spending time with my mom i
1: appreciated it so much and she obviously loved doing it she wouldn't have done it yeah
0: why did your dad not want to drive, or he couldn't drive because I
1: think he had some trauma. I don't think I know he had some trauma sometime yeah. in his youth. Okay, that that he was in a truck at a farm or something that rolled over, and he, yeah. or or maybe something in in the war, something about yeah. driving. He he did not. He walked to Lehigh. He walked across the bridge uh, across oh. the, the Lehigh River. Wow. To, oh my or, god! Or, or, or other faculty members would pick him up. He was very diabetic, so the walking was great for him because he he refused to stop drinking. So he could, he thought, if he walked, he could have a martini. That was his theory. <laughs> <laughs> was
2: you know, your father in you the know, war? You mentioned the war. Did he?
1: He was him? in uh, WW two against yeah. his better judgment, and he refused to carry a gun, so he became a radio man. Oh wow! And he famously, according to him, ate uh, camel's brains and smoked hash in North Africa. Those are the two parts of the war that I remember hearing about.
0: Wow! Wow! So he was in the North African campaign. That's where he was. Or... He was. He
1: was. They was He was in the Coast Guard. Oh, oh. No, that's not really being in the war, I guess. So he was stationed at um, what's the name of the rock? Gibraltar. Gibraltar. He was stationed by Gibraltar wow. as a rule. Wow! wow. Oh Smoking goodness. hash and eating camel's brains.
2: Yeah, uh, those stories and are incredible. They the, are. My my grandfather was. Uh, he was in the Army Air Corps before there was an Air Force. He was uh-huh. in the Army Air Corps. And he was before there in. was
1: a space force. Before there was a <laughs> space force, yeah.
2: He was over in. He was an airplane mechanic in Guam, so he was in the Pacific Theater. And I had his uh, baseball glove that he played the baseball on Guam during World War II. And somewhere in my life, it has disappeared, and it breaks my no. heart because that glove it was it was not it was useless. It was so kind of dried yeah. out and rotted and. But it was his baseball, and it was tiny. It was yeah. tiny. He was a smaller man. But I, I, I loved hearing my grandfather's
1: stories from. He must have generation. played second base.
2: Yeah, yeah. Probably. Are you
1: following the playoffs? When does this air? By the way, <laughs> um, uh, this this
0: Sunday Sunday night it goes up. This one. Time. Oh, it does. This one? That's yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so
1: we're right in the middle of the baseball yeah. playoffs, which are very exciting. The yeah, yes. Phillies, the Phillies. Phillies do. doing great. They Is that beat your team? Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Well, they they were the first time I saw a baseball game was at Connie Mack Stadium in Philadelphia, because I was in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. But then uh, I came out here. First of all, I was a Yankee fan, because I oh. lived in New York. And rather pack fact, we were rehearsing a play at uh, Soho Rep on this date in 1977, when Reggie had hit the three home runs. And then mm-hmm. Steve Zuckerman, who was a director, was even listening to the game, what he was supposed to be directing. But at some point it became clear that and there were a couple of other baseball fans in the play. We stopped rehearsal and we went to I think the Spring Street Bar and watched wow. the end of the game instead of rehearsing because of this uh, because that was the night that he had the three home runs.
2: Wow.
0: Wow. God, the memories
1: just come flying back. Isn't
0: it yeah. crazy? Isn't it crazy? What are, what other sports teams do you follow or are you a fan I, of? Them?
1: Well, I follow I was a Phillies fan, then I went and became a Yankee fan. We'd love to go to, to the stadium on the subway. Yeah. And then when we moved to Maine, they don't let you into Maine unless you sign a thing that says you will be a Red Sox fan.
2: Yes. <laughs> so, it's a rule. It's a law.
1: So that was I, I was given a Jason Veritek baseball that I told I was also told that I had to love Tom Brady. I, so <laughs> I struggled with that the whole time. And then I when I got killed off in the soap, I went to L.A. Yeah. And it was just when Fernando Maney was starting in 78 oh, yeah. or 79. Right. I think that was. Yeah. And, that, and it was so exciting out here for baseball then.
2: Oh, day. and baseball in the late 70s and the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, Steve psychology. Harvey and that whole, yeah. team, you know,
1: Reggie Reggie Smith. That was a great team. So, and this is my sport. I don't know why. I know that father, is
2: your sport. You love baseball. Did you ever, so Michael Piller was a huge baseball fan. Yes. Did you ever go to games with Michael?
1: No, I didn't, but I oh. adored Michael Pillar. Yeah, he loved yeah, baseball. I too. did go to the White House with Michael Piller.
0: Did Ooh, you really? Talk we about were, that
1: yeah this is safe to talk about we were okay. invited to the White House during the um I guess it was, was it the Carter years or was it
0: Carter years my goodness.
1: no it wouldn't have been no. no no it would have been the Bush 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 the first maybe the Bush the first whoever whoever invited us we were invited we went to a party at the White House and then we were all stayed at the water at the Watergate hotel oh wow so after the event with Buzz Aldrin and others <laughs> we were all in the lounge yeah the actors and pillar and rick and pillar sat at the piano and none of us or at least i didn't i didn't know he played and he either. played beautifully oh, oh my. wow and i had we, no so, idea we all sort of feathered in and pillar took his baseball cap off. i think we were he dressed. He really the, didn't didn't yeah. i don't think he had a hat on but but he played beautifully for about 20 minutes and it was wow. You know standards and some you know light classical and it it was wow it was mesmerizing because it was such a, a you know when somebody does something that they do that well that you knew nothing about <laughs> yeah. it's kind of a treat
2: wow wow that's insane. very cool yeah.
0: that, what it's, year it's was amazing. that again? that was sorry the nineteen it, I'm just it trying was, to... that probably During... would
2: have been the late eighties or something or
0: yeah nineties yeah late eighties or late nineties okay yeah
1: was that Clinton. We're Bush. So that was
2: Bush that. the first. Was eighty eight yeah. to ninety two. Yeah, that's who it probably in that zone. Maybe. I just love when you know. Again, with our sci fi family, oh, of, the things of, that we're French, invited to do, the things we're invited to do, and then the things we discover about the people that you know. When we're punching the clock and making these episodes, you know, you're kind of focused on that. Right. But when you when you end up in the lobby of a hotel, right, and somebody starts playing piano, and you're like,
0: what? Who are you? Yeah. I love those moments. I do
1: too. I'm yeah. crazy about those moments.
0: Was there someone that, obviously somebody influenced you or somebody was a mentor in your high oh, school yeah. years that made you go to your college and get your uh,
1: BFA? Now, so. let, let me tell you that. I went to Penn State, as you know, a week after I got out of high school and I wanted to be a psychiatrist.
0: Oh, I may have oh. told you this
1: before. I was convinced that I'd be a good psychiatrist. I don't know why. And I would have been. Yeah, you would have been. So I... I, I i signed up to be a you know psych major yeah but while i was there i saw that you could go to see the professional i think it was called the american theater company penn state had a professional company Mm -hmm. that came in for the summer you could sign if you signed up to usher you could see the place for free yeah so i went to the theater building i signed up to usher and down the hall comes one of my mentors, who turned out to be one of my mentors, Richard Adelman, who was the director, one of the directors. It was a, the company was filled with a lot of actors from New York and from Actors Theater Louisville and from the Guthrie and from uh the arena stage at Washington. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Max Wright was there and Stanley Anderson. There's some people that you know, there were a lot of wonderful actors there. And he said, Oh, you're a tall guy. Would you mind or would you like to be in this play? And all you gotta do is sit on the stage and and play the drums a little bit and I said I'd be thrilled so he invited me to rehearsal and it was a play called Indians by Arthur Coppett you know who yeah. Arthur Coppett is right yes it's a it's, it's an
2: anti-war kind it's of anti- yes exactly and
1: it yes. has to do with um the Wild West show and it was sort of yep. anti you know it was very anti-racist and, and yeah. so I went I was rehearsing this play and I was around these people this acting company that had been also happy valley where penn state is in the summer is breathtaking and wonderful mm. so rehearsal was like 10 in the morning and maybe they rehearsed till three and then the rep then they take a break then they go back to the theater for a half hour at seven or 7 30. they do whatever play that was up so they're out of the theater by 10 they're in the bar by 10 15. what a life that's exactly what i said <laughs> What a life. I say, wait, is, yes. this a real po- is this a real thing? People do this? That's what I said. Exactly what I said. So I changed majors and left Penn State with the single most useless degree anyone could have. I have a BFA in theater arts with a focus in acting.
2: Oh, yes. very. <laughs> yeah, There's nobody that's going to care if you have that degree. But it's a fun degree to get. It you, have a lot of, oh. you have a lot of fun along the way, but well, it's
1: I, useless. On the next... <laughs> the next episode we'll talk about college
0: yes we will there we go and then after that to harvard
1: i never went to harvard so that's That's bullshit
0: that's bullcrap
1: i worked. i worked at a theater called the um
2: the american repertory theater
1: no that was uh in cambridge
2: art was up there
1: yeah this was harvard didn't even have a theater department when i worked there
2: well i I don't even think they i don't think was, they do I did, now i don't think i did three,
1: yeah they did they got the guy who came over from yale and took over the theater department oh there. they do okay yeah
0: uh I was Wikipedia
1: and... sorry i was just gonna say yeah. your Wikipedia does say
0: master's degree from harvard so that could be removed for sure I, I of a... course haven't removed it but it's, <laughs> yeah why can... would you
1: <laughs> i never went to harvard uh, the, the theater that i worked there i was with christopher reeve and Margot martindale oh wow oh my wow. gosh yes. Margot martin
0: you know what i totally forgot now i remembered uh jonathan when you were at that event that had buzz aldrin did you guys talk to buzz i don't remember okay
2: i've talked to buzz yeah I, i've spent some time I, with him did you go was... to buzz
1: with buzz yeah maybe to complete the harvard the harvard live it was called the Loeb drama center ah
2: oh okay. yeah, yeah yeah, right
1: which i yes. guess became the, it was the theater department after it became the theater major but then it was a, a place where shows came in from out of town and got in it. the summer they had a professional company that's right. how i
2: well here's that's
1: how here, i got my agent i went to the low drama center people came in from new york to see it and then i went back to the low drama center for a second season and i've and been then, very lucky yeah
2: you have not missed out on anything i'm gonna say it's your your efforts have been a success Jonathan you know you've really helped
1: me continue to get away from the show that we're uh, avoiding talking about yes who has helped me the most who you
2: oh me
1: you have really? single-handedly given me more non non sci-fi non sci-fi yeah. jobs continuously and if you deserve not only kudos but hugs and kisses and I'll well, never you... stop being grateful you, wow. you
2: were always a gift. Every show that I did, I tried to get you in there. And and sometimes you weren't available, which you were having good years. And... Hard, to,
1: hard to believe.
2: <laughs> but uh, it's always been every time we've been able to work together, it's been such a, a highlight. And, and you just you bring so much creativity and passionate and energy that the crew feels it. The actors feel it. It's a oh. highlight every time. Honestly, it really is. And well, my biggest my biggest takeaway here is that you and I both got driven around by our moms a lot. Yes, and I love that.
0: Yes, I have two takeaways. Takeaway number one that he is mm. truly the beloved, incomparable, and charismatic Darth <laughs> <Frank>. <laughs> yes. Uh Takeaway number two is that we're so lucky to have had him on the Delta Flyers. Thank you so much for being
1: here. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. more than you know you guys are thanks, so thanks jonathan
2: and and for our patreon subscribers stick around we've got some questions admiral questions jonathan's going to answer and uh for everybody else we'll see you next week